Podcasting is on the rise across political campaigns in Europe. This is why this month in the European Campaign Playbook we will interview the best podcasts in the political sphere both at European level but also at national level. Now I'm going to interview Matteo Albania. He is the head of communications at the European People's Party, the largest party in Europe. And we're going to talk about their podcast, the European People's Podcast. Join me. How are you doing, Matteo? Nice to see you. Fine, thank you. Um, well, welcome to, to the European Campaign Playbook. Uh, Matteo, as you know, we are focusing this month in uh, podcasting and audio platforms. We see it as a, as a trend in political communications and in campaigns across Europe. You are the head of communications of the biggest European political party, the European People's Party, and you run the European People's Podcast. So that's why we are here today. But before we jump into that, we would like to know a little bit more about you, where you come from, you know, what you, what's your story, and how you made it to the position that you, you find yourself in today. Thank you, Sebastian, for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure. Um, my way is it's a long European <laughs> way. Uh, I started uh, at APP uh, eight years ago with, uh, in 2014 with the campaign uh, for Jean-Claude Juncker. It was the, the first uh, so-called Spitzenkandidat campaign. Mm -hmm. And from there I stayed on, uh, work also in the 2019 campaign, and be working on uh, the activities of the party, the communication, building mm -hmm. its social media presence. And before that, uh, I was in Brussels as assistant to an MEP and I started as probably many in the city as, mm. as an intern. So yes. <laughs> hum, uh, humbly uh, this career as an intern and then uh, mm -hmm. made my step forward in Brussels. I'm Italian by origin. I, I work in Italy in communication as well. So that part of the career helped me not to lose sight of what it means uh, mm -hmm. to be on the ground, to live yeah. in a local community, especially now that I work at European level and we try indeed mm. to, uh, to communicate what we do yeah. uh, at national level. So that's, that's where I come from. Okay, interesting. So you, you made it from intern to the head of the, the biggest European political party in how many years? Nine years. Nine, nine years. years yeah. Okay. I, I, I must say, it's, uh, it's, uh, knowing the, this city, it, uh, that's quite impressive. And especially, you know, being so young, and definitely the, the organization was, was uh, looking for the skills of these days, no? Like uh, uh, being on social media, uh, being strong on video like you guys are, uh, and that also, uh, which is why uh, we are here, starting your own podcast. How, how was that idea? I mean, how did your colleagues react when you presented this idea? Guys, we, we are going to do a podcast. Well, um, the podcast is an idea that was born in the pandemic time. <laughs> so as, as in many other aspects, coronavirus has had a, a huge impact on how we were perceived and the need of having an extra step of communication yeah to go and start to think a bit outside the box. Uh, there was this idea that Corona took us a bit all by surprise and 
with e physical events being cancelled, with the normal way of communication not being possible anymore. We, as European political party, we're a party yeah. where we do gatherings, meetings, events. There was the need of doing something. So um, one of the ideas that I had in mind was indeed to do a podcast. We never mm -hmm. had one. Uh, and I thought, well, people usually uh, they listen on, on their own phones a podcast when they go running and many people went running more during yes. the pandemic because it was the only sport <laughs> allowed. Uh, maybe they, when now they spend more time at home, well, they do some, some of their own yeah. things at home. They can listen it. Uh, they can listen to it also if they go to work, those few times they go to work. So when I pitched the idea, of course, as every new idea is always a bit taken yeah. with a bit of um, reluctancy. Yeah. But I have to say that uh, the PP leadership, and, and, and I'm grateful for that, yeah. um, is always uh, open-minded to new ideas if they are based on uh, a good ground and on a strategic approach. Um, of course, I presented the podcast as part of a renewed communication strategy. Okay. Um, and it was uh, and it was quickly uh, adopted and approved. Mm -hmm. And of course, it was just not it was not just the idea of having a podcast, but I also presented what I thought we could reach yeah. uh, with a podcast, what kind of goals, what kind of audience, yeah. and. In that framework, it was, I have to say, relatively easy to start it. Mm -hmm. And I, I also want to underline this for those who are listening to us. Uh, it is important to um, understand what it entails in terms of human yeah. resources involved totally. and of time that yeah. it requires to record it, produce it, mm -hmm. release it. And so I, I will not underestimate also that those are things that before embarking into this new adventure, yeah. I took seriously into account. Yeah. So, indeed, especially in, in, in this city, although increasingly this is changing, eh? the, the, the way politics and communications has been done in the past, uh, it clearly hasn't, I wouldn't say that it, it, it hasn't worked, but more, much more could, could be done. No? And I think I can see that the, the political organizations, uh, the European Parliament, the, the Commission, they are doing a better job, and, but always the, this, this, there is always a little bit of resistance of trying new things. Um, I would like also to, to, to ask, when you presented this idea of the podcast and you said, uh, we're gonna be doing this, we're in the middle of the pandemic, so, so the options are not you know, a wide range of options. You, you can only do that or Zoom. Uh, calls, which at some point people are starting to get the, the fatigue. So how did you sell this podcast in the context of a renewed communication strategy? What was your pitch, how this podcast could help the overall communications of the European People's Party? Well, one of the things we uh, soon realized with yeah. um, the pandemic was that after a few months people start to get tired of yeah. Zoom yes. meetings. Uh, yes. And this was also screenshots of Zoom meetings and communicating those screenshots became to be very soon very boring. Yeah. Um, the idea that we could with uh, a link, only an online link, record the podcast so with an easy way communicate something else in a different way was definitely um, an added value to, mm -hmm. to have this podcast. Of course, we are a political party, we are a European yeah. political party, so 
we are not a newspaper, we don't have to uh, give news, we don't have to break the news, but yeah. we need to, our idea was to bring the family together with this yeah. podcast. Okay. So to give to the outside audience the idea that APP was there in the time of pandemic to bring relevant actors together, mm -hmm. to discuss relevant topics together. And that's why we run at the beginning a series of interviews with our own leaders. And mm -hmm. next to that, we launched a small sub-series inside the podcast, which was called Explainers. Okay. So in a small episode of eight, nine minutes, we explained with our host um, a topic related to the APP in mm -hmm. simple words, trying to reach the audience that didn't know what EPP is, what mm. the European political party does. Mm. So we ran for a while that series of explainer indeed to make also the EPP more approachable, especially yeah. the beginning when we launched a podcast. It was very important for us to communicate who we are, mm -hmm. what, do we, what we do yeah. to the general public. And then once we had this phase of building in, we added more issue-related topic. So uh, we had interviews on specific topics involving our leaders, members of the parliament, our own party members, party yeah. presidents, vice presidents. So that was definitely something that helped us uh, embracing a communication strategy where mm -hmm. our message at the beginning was, let's be together in this, in the pandemic, mm -hmm. but then also let's talk about policies because we are mm -hmm. a party. So we have to talk about <laughs> exactly. policies in a different way. Yeah. With a podcast, you can go much more in length yeah. without being so boring and mm -hmm. losing the attention as you yeah. would do with a video. Yeah. A 30 minute video, you will lose the attention after a few seconds. Yes. With a podcast, especially if you're interesting speakers, interesting point of view, and you know how to keep mm -hmm. the attention uh, yeah. with, with your own host, you can definitely keep yeah. that attention for longer yeah. and and make and make more people subscribe mm -hmm. to you to your own to your own product and and i really like something that you said because sometimes especially working in european communication sometimes you come up with a new idea and you come across a little bit naive like you know i want to do a podcast and i want to do it on my own way and that's also the way that certain things don't work out you however you clearly made the link between look we are a political party our our faces of the people who have actually uh, been elected they are our MEPs our leaders uh, but at, uh, back at home you also have members in all new countries um, and so those are the protagonists right and and so how we can make them visible through a podcast and while reaching audience that we we would like to reach maybe they are young professionals who are busy maybe they commute or they take the kids uh, to the school and while they do that they they, they just uh, listen to a podcast but of course sometimes ideas fail because they 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 don't find the link to to what the organization is about uh, and i think it's important no, that you you try to bring everything together right and uh, one of the things that I that I also, uh, uh, especially to prepare this month of interviews, I've been listening to uh, a lot of podcasts. Uh, indeed, uh, one of the things that you have two two uh, members of your team who interview. How do you how do they prepare for the for the interview? Is this something that 
that requires, like you said, a lot of preparation? Uh, or is it something because they are maybe policy experts and they divide themselves between the topics? It's easier for them. What is the preparation uh, running up to a podcast? Uh, definitely the role of the host is a very important yeah. role um, in a podcast for two reasons. The first one is that uh, he or she needs to catch the attention in the first second. Yeah. So I will also underline the fact that the voice of the host has to be a nice yeah. voice. Yeah. He or she needs to be trained. Yeah. Uh, and we do that. We have been having colleagues that we have been training them okay. a bit uh, to have a bit of media training on how to um, to interact and to uh, introduce a podcast. Of course, everything comes with experience. Okay. If I listen now back to our first episode yes. and to the last <laughs> one that we are going to release soon, um, with, by the way, with the president of the parliament, Roberto Mezzola, yeah, I can see also the uh -huh. improvement that we made and yeah. our host have made. Definitely there is a lot. The second thing is that there is a lot of preparation, as you were saying, yeah. content-wise. Yeah. Um, questions have to be prepared in advance. Um, not only it has to be prepared the schedule with the guest, mm -hmm. but it has to be prepared the content. What is the message that you want to carve yeah. out of the podcast? Mm -hmm. What do you want to achieve? Um, how long you want to go. We have, of course, set ourselves a length of 30 to maximum 40 minutes for each episode. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you need to have enough questions to cover that length. Yes. Uh, you want to be flexible during the interview to, yeah. to give yourself extra questions in case needed. Mm -hmm. So all of this has to be taken into account. But yeah, indeed, the host role, it's important. Mm -hmm. I've, I've chosen two of my colleagues, which I think that they fit best this role mm -hmm. and of course they it takes time to prepare an interview mm -hmm. because you need to have also some policy expert that bring uh, bring their own expertise mm -hmm. in yeah. to know which kind of question to ask mm -hmm. and of course since we're not newspapers we are driving our own agenda yeah. uh, the European People's Party agenda exactly. so our ultimate goal is to mm -hmm. make our messages out. Yeah. So at the end, the structure of the interview has to reflect that. Yeah. That's that's absolutely important. So for who is listening and wants yeah. to build a podcast, definitely I would insist yeah. that indeed the role of the host is a very important one. You've been dropping some uh, pieces of knowledge that I would like to wrap up at the, at the end of the interview uh, so that people can get the 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 advice from from you, the things that you wished someone had told you, and uh, but before that, I would like to ask you about what's coming up next. So, the the podcast you mentioned that it started probably you listen to the first episode and you say, oh my god, uh, how could I even release that? But there, with time, you've been progressive, pro progressing, and now you are moving <coughs> to a different or a complementary for format, not video podcast. Tell us more about the whole idea behind it, what you are trying to achieve with that. Yes, when we started the podcast, indeed, it was very rough. It was very <laughs> um, uh, rustic, I would say, as a, <laughs> as a product. But in, it's, it's the beauty of launching a new yeah. format, a new product, or investing yourself and risking something new. Uh, it's also that you see it progressing. Yeah. It's also that you see evolving. Yeah. Uh, and that was also what I enjoyed about this new project is that after two years, it's completely a different thing from how we started. Yeah. And one of, and of course, during Corona uh, times, we used to do it uh, using a software, on, an online software that 
with a link we could send it to the mm -hmm. to the guest and okay. the guest could connect online and could easily join it and we will record it and that was you know an audio file uh, since the corona restrictions have then coming in and go, uh, in and out and hopefully now hopefully. finally yeah. out um, and we could again welcome guests in our own uh, headquarters mm -hmm. in Brussels we thought well we have the facilities let's switch this podcast to a video podcast so next to the audio we added also the uh, the video of course the setup is still the, and the primary focus and output is still the podcast, the podcast. so we are not changing the format um, mm -hmm. we are not rethinking the product the product is still the same it's just yes. now that the guest and the host they have the consciousness that mm -hmm. in front of them there is also a camera yes so what before this was only the voice recorded and um, i'm also saying this for the for the mm -hmm. host the host before could have read the questions because it was not seen it was totally. not visible totally. now the host is aware that is also in front of a camera so the way how he dresses the way how he's posing uh, the way how he talks how he addresses also the camera yeah. these are also other elements mm -hmm. that uh, they need to be taken into, into account when you switch from uh, only audio to audio yeah. video podcast and of course it requires also there a bit more of preparation it's much yeah. harder it is much it harder. Is much harder it is much okay. harder okay. we still have the podcast microphones there so yeah. the setup is still the one of a podcast yeah. but for both guests and host the dynamics change the dynamics change they yeah. need to be aware that there is a camera in front of them we yeah. do also other video projects yeah. so i know what it entails but mm -hmm. it's completely another scenario and even it makes the job of the host even harder because the the host i i, I would imagine eh? uh, um, the host has to be aware that if there is something happening happening at a visual level maybe a gesture or maybe something then he or she needs to quickly translate that to those who, who are only listening, no? And, and that is, uh, but, well, this is a, a skill, no? That once you have mastered the audio interview, then the next step is the, the natural one. And you have, uh, you have interviewed then uh, Roberta Metzola, the, the newly elected uh, president of the European Parliament. Are you, have you covered the, the topic of, for example, Ukraine, is it featuring on the on that podcast or it was too early or that, that was recorded a bit earlier ah, than okay. the ukraine war and it was done uh, for another important recurrence which i think we should also underline it was done on the occasion of international Women's day so okay. we recorded in advance international Women's day is going to be on the 8th of march okay. and of course as epp we are proud to have now yeah. uh, two women yeah. in uh, in the top eu institution uh, the european commission president and european parliament president are both from our family you don't count uh, lagarde and i don't and i want also to mention of course also uh, christine lagarde from ecb who is not officially affiliated to uh, yeah. or elected to the pp but of course she's coming from our political area and mm -hmm. this is a, a pride that yeah. uh, we want uh, un to underline yeah. and with Roberta Mezzola we that, that interview that podcast was in the framework okay. of that not to mention of course our commissioners there okay. is another podcast on that framework with commissioner Maria mm -hmm. Gabriel uh, the com commission McGuinness is also belonging to our family so we've been often maybe okay. uh, too often uh, depicted as the machist party yeah. but I mean uh, the reality is completely, it's completely it's proving completely different. Completely but different. on Ukraine, yeah. we're doing a lot of communications and we had, do have yeah. on the pipeline uh, also some yeah. podcasts. So 
to reply also here to your question, linking to what we said before, yeah. the podcast has become a tool, uh, a box where we can feed in uh, the agenda, that the, the yeah. current agenda we have. So when we think about what can we communicate on Ukraine, how can we communicate on Ukraine, okay. then we think, well, a podcast could be one thing. Yeah. Uh, while before it was just photo on social media, tweet. graphic, tweet, yeah. now also my colleagues yeah. understand, well, yeah. we do have another way of communicating, mm. more in-depth, uh, and maybe also more efficient mm. than just a tweet or just a graphic on Facebook. Yeah. So then the podcast is really has now become after two years yeah. a tool to communicate more mm. and more our own policies. It, can it has changed the culture, right? It's Completely. Okay, um, uh, let's wrap up then with the, the top pieces of advice. Just think about uh, many of the people who are following our community, they work in, as communication officers, party officers, in campaigns, NGOs, even European institutions, and they are thinking, uh, it's not too late for us to, to start our own podcast. I want to pitch it to, to my board or to my boss. What would be those things that you, that you would advise, the, the things that you wish that you had known before starting? Uh, good question. Few. Um, there are several advices, but I'm trying to wrap them up. Yeah. Um, the first one I would say is test, test, test. Yeah. Um, try things out. The beauty of the podcast is that it's recorded. So it's yeah. not going live and you are free to do mistakes. Yes. Uh, test with in-house in resources. So before approaching an external guest, try to do recording with your own stuff first, try to simulate the interview. Top one. That's, that would be my first thing, which I, would, I wish I could have more time to, to do that, because sometimes mm -hmm. we incur in problems where we were already having interviews, yeah. and of course that's never pleasant. The second thing I would say is do not think about the podcast as something to do, because everyone is doing that but think how it can fit in your strategy mm -hmm. and dedicate to it a piece of your strategy yeah. and think which is the audience and what is the goal that you want to reach. Yeah. For us, it was clear it was, let's go more in depth in a specific topic. Mm -hmm. And then on the other end, we start to make shorter videos okay. because we say, okay, we can focus more in length on a podcast, which means that we can probably take something out on a video. Mm -hmm. So, and the third thing I would say, make it, don't, don't be afraid of trying new things. Once you launch your podcast, mm -hmm. um, you can give yourself a frequency, you can decide, okay, I want to have a, an episode per month, but don't limit yourself to that. We launched sub-series. After our podcast was built, after 20, 25 episodes, we started mm -hmm. to launch sub-series of the podcast. For example, now we are running a podcast uh, with interviews with members of our PP presidency okay. to make them known. Mm -hmm. And it's a sub-series um, in, in the podcast. Another one is related to uh, transatlantic relation topics, mm -hmm. which is run by another host. So mm -hmm. once you have it built, don't be afraid of trying new things, yeah. of experimenting new yeah. things, and creating sub yeah. topics that they can still feed in the main, uh, yeah. in the main channel, in the main podcast. Top one. Um, and the last one to catch you a little bit off guard and that we ask everyone 
is, is, is about a recommendation. And in this case, there cannot be uh, other recommendation than a podcast other than the APP one that you would recommend uh, our followers to download, check it out, something that maybe not related to politics. Eh? We've got uh, many different uh, recommendations over the last, uh, over the month. And so what, what is it, what is Mateo listening these days when? <laughs> uh, you, didn't, you didn't get me off guard because uh, I will reply to you with my personal Good. Uh, podcast. I am a fan. Uh, in my free time, I listen a lot of uh, podcasts related to crime because I, I read a lot about crime, and really? I think that it's a uh, it's, yeah. it's 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 a, my my scene, my private scene. And out there, there are a lot of podcasts about crime. I listen to many of them uh, in Italian. Uh, okay. I'm, I, I, I sometimes it helps me to get to still be linked about my in yeah. my mother tongue and not yeah. to things too much in. Um, in, in, in English, but there are also, uh, I listen a lot, a lot about podcasts in, uh, uh, about football, because it's, mm -hmm. that's another passion okay. that, uh, uh, that I have, but my favorite podcasts so far are in Italian, so I don't know if our listener will be, uh, uh, be glad to hear them. And obviously, I also listen to podcasts that they are related to, to, to politics, I mean, um, mm -hmm. the, the Politico is running uh, mm -hmm. So the podcast, which is very, uh, uh, this is, a, I think, uh, this is a must. Listen, the, if I you must. want to have a coffee on Monday, you yes. must have yes. listen yes. to the podcast because everyone is talking about exactly. This. But yeah. um, I have to say that I have on my list several podcasts related to um, to crime or to Italian politics because I still like to okay. to listen in my free time when I when I do my jogging or okay. I do my nice. my things at home. So. Um, I can drop some names, but they are very, they're very much Italian. So for the European audience, yeah, okay. But it's good for uh, listening to other, to other topics, podcasts. It's good to catch ideas. Yeah. It's good. Uh, that's why I don't listen to many other political podcasts because yeah. I, I'm afraid to then to be stuck in my own box. Yes. Then listening to other podcasts helps me in getting new ideas yeah. and understanding. Okay what can we do to improve mm. our own one. Okay. So that's, that's interesting from my point okay. of view. Well, Matteo, thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks you so and, much for having me. And good luck with everything that you are doing at the EPP. Hope to see you soon. Hope to see you soon. Thank you, yeah. Sebastian. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.